If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. I went home today and I felt spirits. I felt spirits. And what the devil is trying to do, he's trying to wear out the saints of the Most High God. He's constantly prodding us. He's constantly flashing ambitions and goals and different things in front of us. He's trying, he, don't, he always can try to tell me, so you know what, if you had left this little church a long time ago and went over one of them other churches and, and took some of the stiffness out of your message, you probably could have had about 10,000 numbers by now. Let me tell you all something. I would rather have a, thousand, a hundred saints than a thousand demons. Anybody know me, money just don't fascinate me. I'm sorry. I, I'm not, I'm, I don't have to have a, a, a 2021 to be a man of God. Amen. That, that, that's, I, I thank God for the home that I have. I thank God for the cars I drive and everything. I thank God for how he's blessed me. But that don't make me. Amen. And so this evening, the Lord gave me something. And when I went home, like I said, I could feel spirits. And I could feel the enemy wearing people down. Just like a car tire. When you look at it and you see sometimes a car tire can wear even. Then sometimes it wear on the inside. Or sometimes in front end it wear on the outside. Nevertheless, it's wearing out. And some people, they, they see the tire and they say, you know what? Uh, I need to get a front end alignment. They'll say that, but they don't get it. And they keep driving it. And what is eventually going to happen is then the tires are worn out. So now you've got to get some new tires. You've got to get a front end alignment. Now you've got to get some good tires so they can align it. One little bitty thing can lead up to a whole lot of other things. Yes. Yes. Hey, man. I'm, I'm, I'm going to help some folks out tonight. The brother, I'm so glad to see you tonight, boy. This, 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 this is going to do you good, man. It's like eating a steak tonight. Listen to what I'm saying. See, the enemy is going to come after you. And don't you ever think he won't come after you. And in your very strongest points that you feel, that's when you're the most vulnerable. Because this devil is something else. I, I, I can't express that enough. I'm not trying to magnify the devil, but people underestimate this demon. People think, well, oh, oh, the devil's a chump. No, the devil makes chumps. But many men have fallen. Many women have fallen because they wouldn't take care of business. They saw things, but they refused to deal with it. And as you get saved in your savings, you're constantly dumping you, getting rid of you, getting you as you mature and grow in God, and you're throwing stuff away, and God is replacing that with his glory. Amen. Don't worry, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do this one tonight. It's just like you all not even here. I don't see none of y'all. God is trying to get us to a point where we can survive. People, church worlds are frozen. Pastors are scared. COVID-19 has spooked some pastors to the point that they're afraid. Look, church down the street from me, they put a sign out. Last they said the first of May, they started full blast. Don't nobody get me wrong. It's a Baptist church. But we got holiness churches. 
But preachers are scared. Church members are scared. People pay more attention to science than they do to God. Amen. Well, they said this, they said that, but what did God say? COVID-19 is nothing that is strange. It's nothing that's so super above anything else that ever God always deliver. He know how to deliver. My subject tonight is, look at somebody and just give them a smile. Make them look at you. Say, pastor, say, look at you. Tell them, say, keep fighting. That's my subject tonight. Keep fighting. Keep fighting. Keep fighting. Whatever you do, keep fighting. Because, see, when you stop fighting, you die. When you get tired, you die. You can't just say, well, uh, man, I'm just, I can't. No, keep fighting. When we played ball, sometimes sometime you, you, you couldn't hardly get one foot before the other. But when you wanted to win, you found a, a second win. When you, when you wanted to win, when it looked like body was tired, I remember a game years ago, I believe it was Kevin Winslow. Tight end, he, he, he caught so many passes, he, he, would, he was just about to fall out. And he kept playing. Michael Jordan played one time with the flu. And they, he was sweating, they were putting towels. But you know what? When, when, the, when the bell rang, Mike went right back out there. And you know, I don't care what he was doing, he was Mike. He kept fighting. My senior year in high school, I played against Earl Campbell. Yeah, John Tyler. Amen. And they call him the Tyler Rose. And, and we said we we're going to shut him down. We got the racking up on him, and Earl was limping. He limped back to the huddle like he couldn't hardly walk. And they gave him the ball, and he run like a skull cat. That was the way it was. What I'm saying tonight. People in the world have the ability to fight. What about the saints of God? You got to learn how to fight when you don't feel like fighting. I remember a friend of mine told me about in West Texas. He said they would have they have those jackrabbits out there. He said those jackrabbits they run on three legs. And when the, when, when the enemy or the dogs or something get close to them, they drop that fourth leg down. See, when they drop that fourth leg down, he go to another gear. And he lay those ears back. He, he, some of his ears look like they're that long. And he lay those ears back. When he drop that fourth leg, that greyhound better be ready to run. And he said, get him out in that plowed dirt and get to running him. He said, them dogs be chasing him. He said, one time, the dogs chased the rabbit, and the rabbit was so tired, and the dog was so tired, the, the rabbit was just crying, and the dog was trying to bite him, and the rabbit was trying to fight. He said, they were just laying there. They were just laying on the ground. Just, just there. Amen. But what I'm saying here, you can't give up. If you give up, you die. Keep fighting. Keep telling yourself, one more round. Yes, yes. And when that round is over, tell yourself, one more round. Yes. Amen. Don't, don't look for nobody to feel sorry. Amen. Come on, come on. I ain't getting no help right now. Don't look for no pity. Don't look for somebody to pat you and pamper you. Keep fighting. That's all you do. You pin your ears back. We have an old coach who used to tell us, 
Tell him, Coach, I thought think my ankle is sprung. sprung. Ah, oh, he said, he said, throw a little dirt on it. That's all he said, throw a little dirt on it. That means get back in there. Keep fighting. You know, you sing a song years ago called Only the Strong Survive. I ain't the only one that ever heard. Only the, only, whether you believe it or not, only the strong survive. There's a law in nature called survival of the fittest. Everything else is going to die. Survival of the fittest. Survival of the fittest is those that has the ability and the want to, to live. See, you can have all kinds of strength, muscles, and all that, but you can have a weak head. I ain't never heard about it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. See, there's some guys got in the ring to fight, but they, they, they had a glass job. They had never been hit before. See, Muhammad Ali, he could float like a butterfly and sting like a bee, but he hadn't been hit good. But he got in there with Smokey Joe, and Smokey Joe got to land them licks on him. Bam, and got him in the jaw. He wasn't used to that. Let me tell you something. If you can give a punch, you sure better be able to take one. Because when you jump up and testify and talk about what God is and how God is your deliverance, he's your all and all, don't you ever think you're going to punch this devil and this devil ain't going to punch you back. Amen. Some of y'all got in trouble because you came here. You should have went to another church if you didn't want to fight. But you came over here and put your membership over here. Well, Pastor Rogers is my pastor. You can go to UHDT. Got your head up. Don't you think the devil finna, he finna come here? He come. You better get ready. And, and, and listen to me, baby. Every time the devil hits you, and it'll be just sometimes just one bow. Just bam, no. Sometimes the devil's going to bam and bam and bam and bam. He's going to put some beads, some trios on you. I ain't getting no help right now. Hey, man. You got to learn how to keep fighting. You know what keep fighting is? You got to keep fighting is not just putting up a defense. That's not fighting. You're trying to keep somebody from hitting you. You're just covering up. That's not fighting. I ain't getting no help. Maybe, maybe I'm talking to me. I need to go down to First Baptist and preach. But I'm, I'm talking about, see, fighting is just not, you just, you just trying to, you're all around, all doing around. you just covering up, just trying. No. Fighting is when you, you're taking licks and you're giving licks back. Fighting is when you're studying, your, you're in the ring and you're studying your opponent while you're in there. You're looking for his weaknesses just like he's looking for yours. Because don't you fool yourself. The devil is sure looking for your weakness. And don't you fool yourself and don't think he wants So you got to learn that when he's hitting at you, you got to roll with him. Bam, yeah, he's going to hit you every now and then. But see, you saw that one coming. You saw how he brought that roundhouse on you. And so now you're getting yourself ready so when he come again, you're going to block that one. But see, you don't, when you counter, you don't, you don't block a, a lick, don't counter. When the devil come after you with something, don't you know when he throw out and you block, you, you counter back. Man, I'm talking to the wrong people. See, when you're when you, when you, when you, when you dealing and you're bobbing and you're blocking, then you, you don't get dip down. No, sometimes that's hitting like that, have a couple of good ones, you know. Yeah, yeah, make all the sting, don't it? Yeah, yeah, you got it. And then see, he come back in and again and again. And then, and then see, sometimes you're going gonna, to fake him and he come on there. Oh, 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 he wasn't expecting that. See, the devil wasn't expecting you to go on a three day and night fast. Come on, come on. Ooh, somebody said fast. Yeah, fast. I mean, you don't eat. 
I went on a fast. I went on a water fast. Well, you, you can go two weeks on a water fast. I ain't knocking nobody, but I'm just saying. I'm talking about when you want to get down to the gritty, that's when you put the water down, you put the food down, and you just dry. And then, as, that, as that natural man gets weak, then the spiritual man starts, here he coming. Here he coming, making his rise. He take over now. Then he tell, cut the TV off. I don't even want to hear it. I ain't getting no help right now. I ain't getting no help right now. No, no, you don't even got time for no, you don't even go on Facebook as much. I just don't want, I don't have to see all that stuff right now. I'm consecrating. Ah, uh, Lord, it got quiet in here. Let me just read this scripture because I said I wasn't going to be long tonight. I'm almost half long and I wanted to go. But nevertheless, in the book of 1 Timothy, the sixth chapter, I'm going to start reading at verse 10. Stay with me, really. Just let me work this a little bit. Amen. How many got it? Say amen. First Timothy 6 and 10. He starts off in this particular passage of Scripture saying, For the love of money is the root of all evil. The love of it. Ain't nothing wrong with money, but the love of it. See, when you love money, you'll do anything to get money. When you love money, you become tight and stingy. I ain't getting no help right now. When you love money, you're always trying to, let me tell you something. You don't go through life trying to figure out how you can always come out on top. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. I went to a place the other day, Sister Rod and I got something to eat, and they gave us a little uh, card machine, and they would, like, you know, give a, uh, give a tip. And they started 15%. I didn't think nothing about it. I just hit the 15%. Because everybody's trying to make it back up. Yes. People been out of business. Restaurants been starving. They've been messing, you know, it's been a hard time for everybody trying to. And then sometimes people say, well, no, I ain't giving all that. No, sometimes you can do something like that and then God turn around. I ain't have nobody. Some of the folks that's been struggling, been working just a few days, and you've been doing all right. Amen. And you tight. I don't know, I ain't giving that much. I give them $2. You got $60 worth of stuff, and you're going to give $2 on a tip. 
I'm just, I'm just talking. When people love money, you know when people love money, they want to make sure they can keep a whole, keep some of it and I can see it. They want to keep it tangible so when they hit the bank account, uh, it's still there. It's still there. But see, but when you love God, see, one thing about money, money is made to spend. Money is made to move. When you move money, money makes money for you. But when money's sitting still, it don't make nothing for you. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm going to tell you like this. Have $500 in a syrup can hit it. You hit it in the backyard. Dig it up next year. You know how much is in there? $500. You bet it didn't grow. That's why when you invest into the kingdom of heaven and you invest in people, then you, you throw your, you cast your bread up on the water and then a few days it comes back, peanut butter and jelly. Yes. I ain't getting no help right now. And, and, and when you really don't love it, you don't, you don't get up, uh, you don't have them like, them sensors that go off, and that's going beyond my limit, and that's going beyond my limit. No, you just do what God tells you to do. Some folk can't keep them. My brother told me one time, he said, man, he said, I ain't never seen anybody. You'll give away everything you have, and then God always come back and then bless you. And that's, that's my life. I don't worry about how much I can have tangible where I can see. I just want to stay in good contact with the fellow that got it. That's it, man. That's it. If Ross Perot is my daddy, you think I got to worry about it? Well, <laughs> and Ross Perot ended up dropping the bucket. Y'all go back and le- read that uh, this morning lesson. And when he was talking about uh, those different rivers and one of them, he was talking about, he said it was gold and, and saying the gold was good. The gold, it was gold in that area. Gold. G-O-L, the gold, gold. And, he said, and the gold was good. That means it wasn't no poor grade. Uh-huh. I, I mean, God put the gold in the earth. Somebody said, well, I want the Lord to put some gold in my backyard. No, I don't put it in my backyard because if he put it in my backyard, somebody that owns the mineral rights might come and say it's theirs. But if it's sitting on, if God just lets some of it fall over on top of the ground and get it, then it's mine. I get no help right now. See, you can have land, but somebody else owns the mineral rights. I, I want God to store the oil well in my backyard. No, if you don't have the oil, if you don't have the mineral rights, whoever owns the mineral rights got the oil well. How many hear what I'm saying? What's it? It's the root. It's the basis of all evil. If you notice something, all these shootings and this and that and the other, most of this stuff goes back to money. When you start talking about drugs and all these different people getting shot up, these cartels and all that stuff, it deals basically with money. Amen. Crooked police officers. Well, somebody said, oh, pastor. Well, read, read uh, Frank Lucas' story. If you don't think they would do the CIA, one time they were the biggest drug dealers it was. Well, amen. That's all right. The love of it. That's where people get in trouble. You, if you don't seek God, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven. What? And it's right. And all these things God said, I'm going to add them. Seek God first and what God put in you. And when God put it in your pocket, you ain't got to worry about it leaving. You ain't got to worry about nobody. Oh, God, I, I thought I had. Now when God bring it, it's there. How many hear what I'm saying? Which, while some covet after, while some covet out, covet, that means they want it, but they're going after it in the wrong way. They have erred from the faith. They sin because they covet after. Anything you covet, that means you're going after it in the wrong way. It's not a godly approach. And then what they say, they've erred from the faith, that means you backslid, you messed up. And you pierce, and they pierce themselves 
through with many, and you know what that money's going to do? It's going to bring you many sorrows. There's a lot of guys made it up big in drugs and they had to live with bodyguards. Can't go nowhere. Got to have people, got a, got a wooden front door and then got a steel door behind it. People got to have trap doors, got to have guns laying around because you, everywhere you go, you look, you're watching your back. Big fish, little fish, everybody, somebody won't get you. And when you go, and, and sometimes when you get into stuff, you can get into something so easy, but you'll never get out. It's so hard to get out because you've tied yourself in, you've linked yourself with the underworld, you've, lim- you've linked yourself with people of criminal intentions and stuff like that. Because to do what you have to do, and you just have to pause and think, well, I don't know if I can do that. And if you ain't careful, because the love of it, you go after it. That's why you keep fighting, keep keep fighting. The, Keep fighting to keep the devil from sucking you into something that you know is not God. Keep fighting to keep the devil from sucking you into something that you know God don't want you to do. Watch what he say. But thou, O man of God. Look what he, man, he's talking to Timothy. But thou, O man of God. Flee these things. Run from them. Why do you think this is in the scripture? Run from them. That means sisters too. Flee these things. And follow after righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, and meekness. And meekness, that's, that's when you have a, an humble spirit. Mm-hmm. Watch this. Then he comes back and he said, fight the good fight of faith. Yes, yes. Fight. Keep fighting, saints. Keep fighting. Keep fighting. The enemy is going to, and, and, and if y'all can let me say it and don't try to think the wrong way, and don't look at things the wrong way, everybody in here, the devil got something to fight you with. Amen. Amen. Somebody say, well, I pass the pastor. I know I'm, I'm saved to the bone. You ain't saved far enough because it's the bone that spoils the meat. You need to be saved through the bone. Everybody, you got to fight. And if you don't have a fight, you're not saved. The enemy's going to fight you with something. And then, uh, and then uh, um, let, me, let me help us out. Let me help us out. I know this is Mother's Day. I did, I did a good job this morning. I ain't asking nobody. I know I did. I know I did a good job. And last night, too. And that's why I'm saying to the saints of God, keep fighting. Because, listen to me, there's something God is not going to move out of your life. As much as you want him to, as much as you pray and ask God, there are some things he's not going to move out of your life. And I'm not talking about a sin. Well, amen. There's a trial. God's not going to move out of your life. And that trial is there to keep you praying. That trial comes to keep you fighting. Amen. I'm going to talk tonight. I'm going to talk tonight. I haven't got down to my point yet. I still got some time. I'm going to tell you something. The very things you did or the things you were involved with before you got saved, those things become your enemy. For the very thing that a man is delivered from is the thing that will take him into bondage. If you were a big drug user before you got saved, people say, ah, I don't even think about drugs anymore. And you was real, I ain't talking about you just, you just, you, you, you dropped some, uh, you know, you, well, you used some Roman Tuss a couple of times. Like, I was a drug. No, you were no drug here. And you, you just drank some syrup twice. Amen. 
you mess with talking about how I, 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 I use drugs and, and, and you took a few codeine and, and some birth control pills accidentally and I, I, I man I was out there listen to what I'm saying listen to what I'm saying the, that was things in your life before you got saved see this is the message of the hour People want to hear that that's going to tickle their ears and make them feel good and, 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 and shout and then go home weak. But I'm talking about the word that's going to help you. The word that's going to strengthen you. Every one of us, we had things that we dealt with before we got saved and now that we are saved. I'm not saying that that thing has got you all huffing and crying and every day of your life you're on your knee. No, you just consecrated. You keep yourself in a certain anointing. And when you keep yourself in a certain anointing, that thing don't bother you. That doesn't say the, the adversary won't come out to you. But you have, you have the ability to say no. Uh-huh. I'm going to say it like this here. If you were, if you were a cool light, you just love beer. It was beer in the morning. Some folk get up and drink a beer in the morning time. I ain't getting no help right now. Some folk kept a, a whole refrigerator. Some folks had a separate refrigerator. And they kept them. <laughs> Back in the day, with them big old what they call tall boys. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. I'm tall boy, Colt 45. I don't know why they. You know they always associate black folk with with gun. They had a commercial Colt 45. They got us in those. But you were a beer drinker, and the Lord saved you and delivered you. And when it get hot, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just talking. You used to go fishing, and you go fishing. You got your cool in the boat. You got some Bud Lights all iced down. Out there mowing the yard. When you get finished, go sit on the patio. That was the time. Get your Michelob light and sit out there on the, and just. Got a refrigerator, all the wine coolers in there. Oh, God. I don't mess with no wine. I'm just saying wine coolers. What are they, wine coolers? It's wine that'll cool you off. Come here, I'll pass. That's, that's a light drink. It's a wine cooler. <laughs> Some folks try to fix it. No, you, you don't need no wine coolers. So that's well, I ain't I don't drink nothing heavy. No, get rid of the wine coolers. Ooh, Look at somebody and tell them, say, keep fighting. Yeah, yeah, when you, when, when you go, when you, when, next, if you got some wine coolers at the house, just go, on, go to the house and pop the top on and pull them out. Pastor, you know how much I paid for the wine cooler? No, well, okay, tell God. You might open one and hit it, and you, they have to call 911. And you're in the hospital, and they're pumping you out. Said, well, she had some wine coolers in her. <laughs> hey, God. <laughs> fight, fight the good fight of faith. People, when you, if you were a party animal, you like to dance. You have to keep yourself under the blood. You have to keep yourself, because if you were a party, your feet were light. And if you ain't careful, it don't have to be church music. This preacher, this preacher gave a testimony, said a young, young preacher was driving him. And they pulled up to a place like, you know, over in South Dallas, where like Lady Henderson. 
and go get some chicken. And, and the little young man ordered the chicken, and he was up and up in the window, you know, waiting on laying on the little counter. And the music was playing. And all of a sudden, you know, the young man was sort of switching. He started going like that. And the, and the preacher hit the horn. Huh? His, hey, what you doing? <laughs> it wasn't As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'll never forget that music got to him. I'm, I'm going to tell y'all something here. If you ain't careful, you can be in, in, in Kroger's or... Uh, Tom Thumb and that music gets to playing. And you end up going down the aisle with that basket. If you ain't careful, you're swinging out with that basket. You got, you got one hand on it, looking at them green beans and, and, and stuff and working your feet. <laughs> Keep fighting. Woo! Uh-huh. Yeah, they got this deal coming on CNN with Marvin Gaye. What's going on? You got you to be careful. You don't, get, you don't get in the groove. What's going on? It's too many of us dying. Brother, brother, brother. Well, you, you find yourself, you be, ah! I'm just, keep fighting. Keep fighting. Keep fighting. Keep fighting. Keep fighting. Keep fighting. And don't, don't, let, don't let things get tight, a little, little rough at the house. You know what the devil will do? He'll bring Jimmy. I don't got quiet. Let, let things sort of get uneasy at the house. And ain't just a, he said, well, you know, if you had married Jimmy, you wouldn't have that. You remember how Jimmy treated you? You're that rascal. You know he in prison right now, and the devil going to try. He don't tell you in prison. But he gonna tell you. you remember how Jimmy, man, Jimmy, yeah, well, well, if, you were, if you were married Jimmy, your husband's a convict. That's it. That's it. At least the one you got is not in jail. Tell me, the devil ain't tell you what. What would have happened if you had married Theodore? If you had married Patricia? Mm -hmm. Keep fighting. 
Keep fighting. Because, you know, the devil ain't never show. And, and let me tell y'all something. Y'all listen to what I'm saying. The devil will bring folk to you. And you know what he'll try to bring to you? He'll bring them to you when you knew them in your youthfulness. Yeah. When they were young and they were sort of straight as an arrow, you know, all they had all their glory and their hair was black and whatever, all their teeth was in their mouth and they had slick jaws and have them bubblegum teeth. But he won't tell you, man, just think about it. If you ask Charlotte right now, what? But he won't show you what Charlotte looked like right now. I ain't getting no help right now. If you're in Jerome, man, just think, he won't show you Jerome back when he was about 18. Neck look like two buckets, running like a stallion, playing on the football team and all that. For, find him now. Find him now. That joker walking on a walking stick and hopping. But he don't tell you all that. You better keep fighting. Hey, man, the devil tells you, that. stay home tonight. Don't go to church. Now, tell me something. Why is it you wouldn't go to, well, you tired. Man, oh man. How many servants can sit down because they're tired? you at a restaurant and, the wait, and you ask the waiter, Waiter, I'm tired. Y'all, because I need to speak to the manager right now. Come on, get up and go find him. Well, how is that people can come to, well, I'm, I'm tired. Stay your tired self home. Our tired is wear off on other folk. They looking over there praising God. You looking like, I'm tired, I'm tired. But when church is out, then you light up, you go to another gear. Running your flap, everybody else leaving the church, and you still talking, but you were tired during the service. I ain't getting no hip right now. I told you, I don't see none of y'all. You got to keep fighting. You got to keep fighting. You know, on Sunday morning, go Joe, he can't say, well, I don't he got a Sunday school department he's running. He got to get out here. I ain't getting no help. Somebody said, well, I wonder what a superintendent today. Well, he's tired. You know, it's something our people don't expect certain people to get tired. People, they don't expect certain people to get a moment where I don't feel like it today. They, we don't get the moment. We, think about it. I'm the pastor, but I don't have no moments where I'm just tired. Devil tried to tell me, he said, you know what, you, let me tell y'all what I did. And I ain't trying to say this uh, to try to pop off on nothing. I preached Wednesday night, got up Thursday, drove all the way to Atlanta, went down there, took care of some business, brought a load of stuff home, came back Thursday, got up Friday, got up there on that lawnmower on that tractor, and cut all this. Went home Friday evening, fell out on the floor. Woke up about 6.20, then got up Saturday, then we had the prayer, the drive-thru prayer, then was here Saturday night, preached Saturday night, got up, then preached Sunday morning, and preaching tonight, and I'm 67, and I'm going to feel sorry for you, the devil is a liar, some of y'all ain't busted 50, haven't got over 40 good. Man, I think about back when in, in my from party, boy, I could spin on my heels then. Go shing bones up on my shoulder and walk up a ladder with them. It's what you're made of. You gotta, I'm saying to the saints, they say don't take this for no beat down. Sometimes you need to be slapped spiritually. Because some of y'all came tonight, but it was it was a half win. 
You came, but it wasn't a full mass. You came, but you wasn't full throttle. No I ain't asking for no amens. But you got to keep fighting. You know what? You know what? When people see fighting you, you know what it does? My mother used to tell me a long time ago. She said, son, since you're down in the country, you have a bunch of dogs laying out in the yard. They're out there asleep. And one go down in the woods and he tree something. Some of y'all don't know what treeing is. God help us. Let me, let me, I forgot who I'm talking to. Treeing. That means that mean he, he got a coon or a squirrel or a possum or something up a tree. And, and, he, and he's down, that's what they call treeing. He got him up a tree and he's up on the tree. I know y'all seen stuff on TV. And he's like, oh, oh, he's just hollering and going on. He's just, oh, oh. But he, he, he's making all kind of noise. And you know what? All the mother dogs, about four more laying up there in the yard. They came him barking. One of them raised his eyes. And look at it. It looked like his eyes just turned upside down. He was sleeping so hard. You know what I'm saying? Man, it's not like Jack got something down there. Then after a while, there he go down there. Then both of them done oh, oh, oh. They both after a while, here's another one. He, man, let me go see what's going on. After a while, all of them around the tree. Pocoon up there can't get out. Why? Because one excited another one. And then another one excited another. Don't you ever fool yourself. When you show yourself a fighter, fighting spirits wear off on other folk. Yes, 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 yes. I ain't getting no help right now. Fighting spirit. Sometimes you can have old coward dog. I'm talking about one, you, you look at him and he stick his tail between his leg and go running off. You can put him with, I'm, okay. I'm, trying to, I'm trying my best to cut this short. I had a Doberman one time, a Doberman. My brother always tell me, he said, man, you, 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 you get a, a stray dog and don't think, he can be grown. I, I don't know, I just don't have, have no fear. I got this Doberman. Boy, he was pretty. Had all that purple on it, the little specks on it. And he was an English Doverman. And in England, it's, it's, it's cut their ears. His ear was just hanging. But he had a, a little short tail. And I, I tried everything. And I had old dog, I believe, believe it was Shep. And I look out there in the morning time, and Shep was mixed with chow and, and something else. And he was black. And man, he had that old Doverman out there. You just see his legs rolling like a giraffe. Boy, he just rolling. I said, man... Sorry, rascal. Sorry, rascal. Sorry, rascal. Shep just out there just whooping him, man. Just watch. I said, oh, God. I'm about to get rid of This man out there on the loop, out there on 635, got a dog pound out there on the left side. I carried him out there and I told him, I said, I'll give him to you. I said, I, I, this is the sorry dog I ever saw in my life. You, don't pay, you can have him. I mean, big old purple and gray Doverman. And I gave him to him. And then a few months later, I just went, I got curious. I said, I'm going to go back by there and just see what happened to him if he had to kill him or whatever, you know, run him off or whatever. And I asked him, I said, whoa. I said, Jim, what about what happened to that old doorman, bro? He said, man. He said, you want to see him? I said, yeah. Let me. We went back in the back. And he had him in a cage. And when I'm coming, and I walked, it looked like Batman. His ears sticking up like that. Sitting back there in the dark. And I walked up on the cage. And that book, bam, hit the wall. I said, man, I said, whoa, whoa, what happened to him? He, and I called. He said, he don't know you. He said, man, he said, he says, one of my best guard dogs. He make me $250 a night. I said, what? One, his chest was all, he's standing there. I mean, he was standing there. They're like Batman. I 
said, wow. I said, I said what did you do to him? He said, I'm going to tell you something. He said, I, I, I had him in a pen with some more dogs. He said, these other dogs just whooping him all over the pen. I said, what? He said, I felt like they were going to kill him. You know what I did? He said, I took him out of that pen and put him in a pen with a female. And she wrinkled his brain. Man, he said, when I put him in there with that female, all of a sudden, his whole mindset changed. Now, he's ah, ah, he, he killing dogs. Sister, what, what about trying to tell you, sister, grab that man and do something with him. Ah, make him growl. Put some fight in him. I asked myself, would you sell him? He said, oh, no, he ain't for sale. He <laughs> said, one, one time, he said, went to pick him up. He saw some blood on the ground. You know, folk, folk they have in those car lots and different things. They tried to get up to him, but they could pet him. They messed up. But then he got the hand. He said blood was on the ground. That means he got bit. But I, I couldn't believe it. He said, I've never done this before. He said, I put him in the pen with a female. And his whole nature changed. He said, now, those same dogs that used to whoop up on him, he almost killed them. Because he was a big dog. But they was just whooping his behind. I felt so sorry for him. But let me tell you all something. Sometimes you got to get a fight in order to fight. Uh-huh. Yeah. <clears throat> See, you can't fight if you don't have a will to fight. Uh-huh. Look, what the, look what he told Timmy. He said, fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold. Get a grip on eternal life. Well, until thou also called. This is what you're called. You're called. For this purpose, you're called to holiness. You're called to each other and have professed a good profession before. He's telling Timothy, man, he said, everywhere you go, you got a good reputation. Your name is clear. Your name is good. Y'all hear what I'm saying? He said, and now Paul is saying in verse 13, he said, I give thee charge in the sight of God. This is going to take care of Jesus only. He said, he said I, I give thee charge in the sight of God who quickeneth all things, who make all things alive. Before Christ Jesus, who before Pontius Pilate, Witness a good, a good confession that thou keep this commandment without spot. Notice he said commandment. Uh-huh. Look what he did. He didn't say the commandments. Uh-huh. He gave him a commandment to fight the good fight of faith. Yes. And I want you to keep this commandment without spot. And this is the thing you got to do. You got to keep this commandment without spot. You got to be un- unrebukable until the appearing of our Lord. Jesus Christ. Live a life where can't nobody spot you. Live a life when you know you're saved. You live a life when you say, I gave God my best. I can't speak for nobody. But every time I get behind this, every time I get, y'all know me, I don't care where I am. If I get a chance to witness, I'm a witness. If I get a chance to say something about Jesus, I'm going to say something about, no, I'm sorry. I don't have no passive way. I don't know but one thing to let people know that God is. Fight a good fight. Don't just fight for yourself. Fight for somebody else. Amen. Fight to make somebody else what you are. Amen. Amen. This is what many people do that's out there that have been there. What they've done, they lived the life. They did something so to the point that they inspired others to be like them. 
Keep fighting, saints. Keep fighting. The enemy's not going to stop. One thing about the devil, you can say all you want to say about the devil. One thing you can say about the devil, he's consistent. He's consistent. He's going to come. He's going to bring it. He's going to do all he can to shake you up, to rattle you. But you've got to come to this point. You know what? Since I'm, a, since I'm, a, I'm living, I might as well fight. Yes. What you going to do? I'm going to say it to the saints of God. If you got in the ring and the bell ring, you out there, what you going to do? If your opponent comes out, just stand there. Just let him beat you up. I don't want nobody to think I made that up about that dog either. That's a true story. Sister Rogers saw him. I had to get rid of him. Amen. But what I'm saying to us is keep your fight. Keep fighting. You can't stop. You got to work till the day is done. How many hear us? Back when we were young at home and Working with my dad and we're doing different stuff at times. We would work until it got so dark we couldn't see. And sometimes sometime we'd be working. You know how it is in the country. Working out there and you piled up a bunch of brush and, and all this. And now it's gotten dark. And we out there with a fire burning stuff up. Just sitting around talking. Leaning on the whole water rake. Just talking and burning trash. And nobody said, well, you know, I'm tired and all that. <laughs> And Ms. Luce Alice, y'all come on in so y'all can eat. Yeah, that's all we wanted to hear. Daddy got to go now. Daddy got to go now. Ms. Lucy said, come on and eat. So we ready to go. We want to say, Daddy, we're finished now. Now he wants to start talking. <laughs> but what am I saying? What am I saying? We, we worked till the day was done. We got up early in the morning. Wasn't no getting up at no 9, 10 o'clock. What you talking about? Man, my old man, turn the bed over. You jump, you crawl out of the bed at 9, 10 o'clock. No, you got up early. In the heat of the summer, you wanted to. I'm talking about that picking peas and all kinds of stuff like that. And all the dew is still on those pea vines and bull nellers and grass birds and ants and all that. And you got to do what you're dragging that cotton sack, picking peas. Some of y'all just don't know how blessed you are. My oldest brother, man, my dad, you know, he didn't have a tractor. Sometimes he'd get somebody to break the land, but he, he, would, uh, he would use a friend of you. And man, you had to get behind that plow. You had to get behind that plow, and you want straight rows. And if you weren't plowing, then your job is you're picking up roots and sticks and stone and clean the land out. Everybody has something to do. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying? And then it came down to plant. Everybody has something to do. If you weren't old enough to plant, you were the fertilizer man. He, and if he show you how to put that fertilizer now, don't, don't you mess up. Hmm. You better do it right. You better do it. No, ain't no such thing. He gonna show, when he show you, do you going to do it right. If not, man, he, ain't no telling what you get hit with. I'm talking, about, I'm talking about, we, we, we did what we did because they made us men. Yeah. They didn't believe in boys sitting up in, you up in the house watching TV, watching cartoons. Hey, get no here. In the, in the day chat, you're in the land in front of a fan drinking lemonade or something. No, boys, we didn't want to do that. 
We wanted to get out there. Daddy, show us how to do it. Show us how to do it. Amen. That's what we did. And it made us. It made us mean. It made us tough. Amen. And often I said, and I remember them when we were kill a hog, all them old men would come over and you know they lying and going on. They always kill a hog when it's cold. They'd be lying like crazy. We'd kill a hog and scrape them down and everything like that. They got him and they, they would hang him from a single tree. And after they cleaned him out, take a handsaw and split him down the middle. And what they would do, they, they would have a cutting table. But many of they do, they cut, and you had to get up under that half of that hog. And when they cut that leader and he dropped down on your shoulder, if your knees buckle, the old man said, no, he ain't ready yet. He ain't ready yet. Because your knees buckle. You have to be able to take that weight and hold it and not then walk over to the cutting table without anybody helping. Then throw him on the table. Uh, yeah, he think he a man now. That's how. But, you know, this is what I'm talking about. They made us. They put a fight in us. People of God, if we ain't careful now, you know what's not happened to America as a nation? We have lost the desire to fight. That's the reason other countries walk over us. We've lost our desire to fight. Amen. Keep fighting, saints. That that you know, the enemy's fighting you with, don't, don't quit. Don't quit. Don't throw in the towel. Keep fighting. Whatever it takes, keep fighting. See, if I got to fast six today, I'm going to fast six today. Whatever I've got, and, and sometimes look like you're moving up in the enemy will knock you back down. That's, that's a fight. You won, you won that round, then you lost the next one. But you can't say, well, I, lost, I lost the fight. Now you go back now with a different mindset. I, I'm winning. How many understand what I'm saying? I'm winning. It was said of Kobe Bryant in his lifetime. Sometimes it like he will the Lakers to win. We are not losing this game. There were guys that had that thing about them. They could tell, they could go and just tell their class, I mean their teammate, have a meeting with them. Man, we are not losing this game. Amen. And you know what? Majority of the time they won. You got to tell yourself, I'm, I'm not losing. I'm sorry, I'm not a loser. How many feel like I'm feeling? I'm not a loser. Amen. I'm a victorious person. Some of y'all act like y'all just, some of y'all act like y'all scared to say like the devil going to slap me right here in church. I'm not a loser. I'm a winner. Some way, somehow, I'm winning. Somebody said, I want second place. Ain't no trophies, no man, second place. Second place, that means you lost. You the second place, you was the first loser. They don't want to tell you you won second place, you were the first loser. Because you were right behind All folks they behind you, but you you were second place, you the first loser. Third place, you the first loser. I'm sorry. Everybody's standing. God. Somebody I'll tell the Lord thank you. Come on, somebody I'll tell the Lord thank you. Somebody needs this tonight. Somebody needs this. You, you just got to, sometimes you have to just, in, you have to shake yourself. Amen. Sometimes you have to just shake yourself. I'm not no loser. I'm going to tell you something, brother. You're not a loser. Amen. You're a winner. Yeah. And you keep telling yourself, I'm a winner. I don't care what the enemy throws, I'm a winner. 
I'm going I'm, I'm to defeat this. I'm better than this. I don't care what the enemy throw in front of you. I'm better. If he bring women in front, I'm better than this. He bring money in front of you, drugs, anything, yeah, whatever. I'm, 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 I'm better. Uh-uh. I'm a winner. I'm saved. The Lord had enough mercy on me to save me. I'm going to stay saved. And not, not only am I going to get just be saved, I'm going to give God all I got. I'm going to get involved in the service. I want to get to the point where they can depend on me. If the pastor at the church need me to do something, I'm going to do it. And don't, don't assign me something. Because if you assign me something, I'm going to be like white on rice. I'm going to do what I've been assigned to do. And I'm going to hold myself accountable. How many of you? See, when you hold yourself accountable, somebody else don't have to do it. But when you will hold yourself accountable, somebody else got to hold you. But when you hold you, man, you were late. You, when nobody, you late. What you say? You late. Were you late? You late. Why you didn't perform? Forget excuses. Excuses are the first cousin to a lie. Right. Just do it. Oh, God. Amen. My son said, Daddy, he said, you should have been a drill son. No, I should have been a preacher. That's what I am right now. And tell people, listen, keep fighting. Keep fighting. If the enemy, if the enemy, sometimes he can hit you and knock you down. But get up. Don't just lay there, well, he knocked me down. No, that's all part of it. Now you tell yourself, you know what, I'm finna knock him down now. But I'm not going to knock him down. I'm going to knock him out. Well, how many got the message tonight? How many got the message tonight? Y'all, 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 y'all. You, you got you to gotta have that in you. Tonight, all my viewers, I went long when I wanted to go. But it sure felt, do, felt good doing it. I'm getting ready to pray for somebody in our viewing audience. Somebody's going to miss the mark. There's a bunch of church folk not going to make it. This thing has polluted people's mind. This thing has poisoned people's mind. This thing has got people so set on what the CDC is saying, they're forgetting about God. There's churches that can't, they can't function because they're worried. Can you imagine the house of God? The house of God. Do you all not know? What a church goes through can determine how a church will respond. Amen. Amen. And the leadership in that church is the thing that makes that church respond. You will never be any greater or any better than your leader. If you got a strong leader, you're going to have strong members. If you got a passive or weak leader, you're going to have some weak and passive members. But then that's somebody going to take on the passive spirit. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Oh, hope it jump on somebody. Hope it jump. Uh oh, y'all better look out. That spirit might jump on somebody. What? Ah, you go to the house. Ah. Man said, husband said, baby, baby, what happened to you? Ah, I act like pastor. <laughs> I'm getting ready to pray for somebody. Somebody not viewing audience, right where you are. If you're not saved, if you're not filled with the Holy Ghost, you want God to do something for you right now. Lifting holy hands without wrath or doubt. And come on, just ask the Lord. Say, Lord, forgive me of all my sins. Save me right now. Fill me with the Holy Ghost. Come on, come on, come on. Let him do it. Let him do it. Let him do it. God, in Jesus' name, you heard that cry. You heard the prayer. Honor it right now. Save him and fill him with the Holy Ghost, God. And we thank you for it right now. God, those that are sick in their body, give them a miracle. 
raise them up for your glory and your honor, and we thank you for it right now in Jesus' name. There it is, my brothers and sisters. I gave you what God gave me. I gave you what God gave me. We're looking forward to a, a great time next Wednesday night in our Bible class. You're with yourself to be with us. Tell a friend about our Bible class. It's awesome. Have something to write with because your mind is not that strong. You can remember everything I say and I will say, but I, do, I want you to do something for me. I want you to go with God, and I promise you, God will go with you. Be blessed. Ah, come on, somebody. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.